we'd like to thank you, our valued listeners, for your interest and support over the past 18-odd months. What was initially FX Radio has grown exponentially to include not just our podcasts in FX Medicine Podcast Central on iTunes, but we'd like to also introduce the recently launched FX Medicine website. This is our reservoir of resources, research and educational content for complementary medicine. Come and be a part of the community at fxmedicine.com.au. This is FX Medicine, and I'm Andrew Whitfield-Cook. And joining me in the studio today is Danny Urbinder, a naturopath with 20 years' experience. He's worked in clinical practice, functional pathology, corporate health, the fitness industry, and tertiary education, lecturing in nutritional biochemistry and clinical nutrition at several naturopathic colleges. As the head of education at Bioceuticals and the driving force in both the birth and growth of the education department, he is passionate about communicating the rapidly expanding body of exciting research in the field of functional and integrative medicine. Welcome, Danny. Thank you. Danny, we're here today to talk about the speakers at the 2016 Bioceutical Symposium, and you've got a hugely exciting lineup, some discoverers. Mm. Let's go through them, though, because... Dr. Mark Houston, I think you've got some news as for his appointment. Well, we do. Well, given the success of our last symposium this year in 2015 and the new format that we adopted, based on his vision, it really was his understanding of how to deliver information and education to practitioners, to healthcare professionals. He had developed a format that we decided to adopt. Um, it's new in Australia. In fact, I think it's pretty much new in the world. Mm. Uh, and it sounded tremendous when we had dinner one night after our previous symposium and he described his vision and I thought we just have to deliver our information, our education in this format. So based on the success of this last symposium and, and the format, uh, we're repeating that and we're refining it somewhat and I'm proud to say that we've got a just stellar lineup of speakers uh, to actually bring to this to this particular symposium next year. Mark Houston, I mean, he tr he's a true visionary of integrative medicine. Um, he comes from a, a high-ranking orthodox medical background, mm. and he's a true champion of the integrative model. Yeah. Talk to me about, though, this format that you spoke of earlier. Well, first of all, Mark Houston is a very science and evidence-based practitioner. So everything he does needs to have science behind it. Um, the, the beauty of Mark Houston, though, I suppose, is he's unbiased about where that science comes from. Mm. So if it presents as credible and, and it has evidence, then it's certainly worth looking at. He's certainly embraced this functional model, and he's certainly himself as a researcher also contributed to that as well. So the idea is that what we're dealing with is, to a lot of people, quite a new model of medicine. In fact, it's evolving. There is an absolute explosion of research coming out in this field, supporting this area of functional medicine, which for the most part, practitioners are left to put the pieces together themselves, which is very difficult to do. And we're talking about a holistic model. We're not just talking about learning about 
bits of information and bits of research in isolation. Mm. As a holistic practitioner, as a functional medicine practitioner, you need to be able to piece that information together. So where Mark Houston excels is knowing about the research or knowing about who is expert in a particular area and how to put them together, how to piece this all together to create a cohesive story, a model of why and how we get sick, chronic disease, and how it's best addressed. So the format that he's put together is that we're going to have less speakers and we're going to be able to afford them more time. So the symposium goes over three days. And by doing that, we're actually able to really delve into in depth uh, each of the speakers' topics. And the topics themselves have been designed to unfold one at a time. So each one is going to be following on in sequence. Uh, so they're going to feed on from the next. You're going to be learning a foundational topic to start with, and that's going to be built on with the next one and following on. So by the end of the symposium, you really are going to have a comprehensive model based on the latest research and science on how to treat chronic disease using a functional medicine model. And the first speaker in that lineup is indeed Alessio Fasano, yes. who basically is the discoverer of the link between medicine and what naturopaths have been treating for years. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. leaky gut. Yeah. yeah. Tell well, me it's, more. It's so exciting because he is the man that has, I suppose, confirmed so much of what naturopaths have been talking about, but taken it further. We know how this unfolds. So we're talking about intestinal permeability. We're now learning what the triggers are. We're learning the mechanism behind intestinal permeability and certainly the flow-on effect. So we're talking about the downstream effect of, of leaky gut and how it can affect or the body systemically. Uh, but this is being described in quite a lot of detail now. So it gives us even more sophisticated tools and therapeutic approaches, which we can now adopt. But his story is quite interesting as well, because Alessio Fasano, he is a, uh, a pediatric gastroenterologist. Mm. He has a special interest in celiac disease. And in fact, uh, really was, he started his research on, um, on just the incidence of celiac disease in the United States. Mm -hmm. And while it was originally described as a disease that was quite uncommon, he actually discovered that, in fact, it was a lot more common than we realized. It was one in 133 people in the US. I wouldn't, wow. be, I wouldn't be surprised if it was actually even more common than that. Yeah. Um, so based on that, it led him to really ask some questions about why this was happening and what's going on. Um, and so he did the research and it led him to the discovery of a protein known as zonulin. And zonulin is the protein that's expressed in our gut elsewhere as well uh, that modulates the gut opening and closing. In fact, while we previously might have thought that the gut was quite a static uh, physical structure. In fact, it opens and closes depending on what needs to be flushed in and out. Um, and, and we can talk about some of the mechanisms that he described. Um, he discovered that, that zonulin was the uh, the protein modulator that really um, regulates that that opening and closing of the gut. And then you, you can follow on from there. David Permutter is the next speaker. Mm -hmm. And of course, he's a board certified neurologist. Yes. So what's his link with zonulin? Well, he, he's very interested in zonulin. And the interesting thing with that is, first of all, David Permutter has um, a very strong interest in how the gut affects the brain. And as a neurologist, he's looking at uh, certainly things like Parkinson's disease, depression, autoimmune disease, uh, in, in for Alzheimer's disease. And he has discovered that there is a strong gut-brain connection. And in fact, 
it, uh, it, it's really quite well described and it's certainly being described more and more as a scientist coming through that that gut-brain connection is extremely strong and that zonulin plays a role in leaky gut which can affect not just what flows into the body from the gut but also what flows in through the blood-brain barrier. And in fact, zonulin has been shown to actually influence the blood-brain barrier permeability which means it's bad enough having unwanted molecules, macromolecules entering the bloodstream from the gut, but imagine what it does to the brain once it enters through or passes through the blood-brain barrier. So does this tie in with your comment that you said zonulin is expressed in in tissues other than just the gut? That seems to be, yeah. yeah. I guess then following on from that, we can lead into Deanna Minnick. And, um, you know, she's a dietitian. Mm. Is she going to be talking about how we can institute diets that are grain-free with our patients or...? Well, she's going to be asking some questions first. So what we didn't mention earlier was, well, what influences zonulin? So, and certainly Alessio Fasano has begun that research. And to date, he's found two factors that influence zonulin. One is gluten and the other one is bacteria. And it kind of makes sense. Of certainly, I mean, <laughs> as far as bacteria is concerned, now we can understand well, why we get leaky gut and what happens when we get infections with bacteria in our gut and we get diarrhea. Well, in fact, the barriers open up, we get a change in osmolarity, we get a flushing out, diarrhea, and we overcome our infection. Of course, if we've got chronic dysbiosis or if we have gluten as a feature of our diet and we have other susceptibilities, perhaps genetic susceptibilities and perhaps other environmental influences, then that effect remains as a chronic feature. And so we have constant inflammation and we can also have uh, a consistent leaky gut as well. Can you tidy up something for me? Is zonulin the protein that acts at the tight gap junctions between exactly. the cells? Yes. So that's exactly what you're talking about with a pathogen causing diarrhea like cholera, yes. like Vibrio cholerae. Yeah, exactly. It well, that's lo- how it was locks discovered. open the channels. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We can now explain not just acute pathology, devastating pathology and Mm -hmm. serious disease, but we can also talk about more insidious diseases like uh, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. So with that in mind, then there's some questions with regards to diet. Obviously, gluten is a feature of most people's diet, at least in in the Western world. Uh, And that uh, raises questions about really, do, do we start to have blanket rules for people about, do we avoid gluten? Do all diets apply to all people? So Deanna Minnick is expert at asking these questions, and she she's very familiar with all the common diets that we tend to apply as a blanket rule to yep. people, yep. So from the Paleolithic diet to the ketogenic diet, etc., Mediterranean diet. Um, so her area of interest is actually in personalised medicine and adding diet to that. So she looks at nutrigenomics. She looks at how individual nutrients and food components can influence the gene, the genome, and how that might affect our physiology as well. Following on from that dietary intervention, I, I'm I'm sort of guessing here that with the in, uh, expression of zonulin, you're going to be um, causing the expression of multitude inflammatory factors throughout the body, mm-hmm. not just in the gut, but elsewhere. And that's relevant for liver disease, neurological disease. How are we going to be explaining this inflammatory response? So, well, this is where Mark Houston comes in. So, the whole principle, and I mentioned the sort of the central theme that we're going to be running this symposium on, is uh, I suppose through Mark Houston's understanding of the drivers of chronic illness, and they are three modifiable factors which we've actually mentioned in discussions before. So they are immune dysregulation, inflammation, and oxidative stress. These are the modifiable factors that seem to drive all 
chronic illness. Mm. And so all four or five speakers, if you include Mark Houston, are going to be speaking to those themes, are going to be speaking to those factors. So even though they've got their area of interest and specialty, the ultimate downstream effect are those three factors. And so if you address those and you address the underlying cause, therefore, uh, then so much of this illness that we see today um, can actually be addressed quite effectively. You spoke about five speakers, including Mark Houston. Who's the last speaker? So the last speaker is uh, Dr. Andrew Heyman, who also has um, a, a very interesting background. Uh, so Andrew actually comes from, I suppose, more of a traditional Chinese medicine background originally, mm-hmm. which I think actually lends to his understanding of function, functional medicine beautifully. Uh, so since then, he'd actually studied medicine. And I think he carried over that traditional Chinese medicine outlook into his medicine. Uh, but since then, he's become director of functional medicine at a variety of institutions. He's actually written uh, a number of academic programs in functional medicine in various medicine departments around the US. And one of his areas of interest is uh, this SIRS, so this uh, chronic inflammatory response syndrome, which is quite new, is is being described by the science. There seem to be some specific markers that we can attribute to that. Uh, but uh, I think this leads on from what Mark Houston was referring to with those three markers that I spoke about. So um, those, those three driving factors. So he's going to have a special interest, going to be talking about SIRS and the factors that drive that, um, as well as other areas such as his interest in, uh, in neuroendocrinology, which ties on from uh, from Dr. Perlmutter, and he's also going to be focusing on the HPA axis. And I suppose this is interesting because while we've, until this point, focused on the gut as the source of disease, uh, by focusing on the HPA axis in this context and telling this story, we're also going to have a look at what effect stress and the HPA axis has on the gut and how that can influence inflammation as well. So we're coming at it from another angle. So we're really going to be learning that there's a true interplay? Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's that's the true vision that I see Mark Houston has. He's, you know, you can look at those three parts, um, but that has such a broad effect on any disorder you can talk about. Mm. Indeed, when he was speaking with uh, Dr. Lee Zouchler on oncology, he was saying, you know, I can take this for cardiovascular medicine and apply these same principles. Yeah. And to me, it's sort of, it doesn't make natural medicine simple, but it makes the concepts more easy to understand. Yeah. There's, look, there's principles. There's definitely principles that we can apply. And I remember that situation as well. It was, uh, it was amusing and a little stressful as well, <laughs> because as Lise was presenting her talk, he pulled us aside and said, I want to take her slide and I want to be able to lift it and, and apply my cardiovascular principles on top of that. And he did that beautifully with one slide. And I think that was a light bulb moment for everyone that was in the room. So all of a sudden what we could see, not just in principle, so as an abstract idea, but in in actual principle with detail, how we can take disease in one area or system and apply it to another one. And so if you address those underlying factors, which he described beautifully, uh, then, uh, then it can have some amazing outcomes. And Dr. Heyman, he has some other interests with mould. Is that right? Well, that goes back to the SIRS um, area that I spoke about, so the chronic inflammatory response syndrome. So that looks at environmental influences on the immune system and how that can lead to chronic inflammation. So I think mould is one of those factors, but there are other environmental factors which you'll be describing. So I think practitioners are going to get from this symposium, a true interplay between what we put in our mouths, what we breathe in, how we interplay with not just our physical world, but our emotional world. And then we're going to get some practice points as to how to treat these 
confounding patients in some instances. Well, absolutely, in all cases. So the way that the the, um, the symposium is going to be structured is each speaker has a one-hour plenary session, and that follows on with a workshop that uses two to three case studies to demonstrate the theory that they've presented in those in those um, plenary sessions. So once all four speakers have presented two topics each and they do their workshops, by the end of the symposium, the idea is to tie all that information together. So we have an interrelationships presentation. Each speaker is going to be having a short presentation that shows how their area ties in with the other speaker's area. And then Mark Houston will come in at the end and he'll tie it all together and he'll show how it all interconnects. I think this again shows the true vision of this man with integrative medicine. Yes. Exactly. And, and the beauty is at the end, we've got quite an entertaining session as well. It's called Stump the Professor. So while they have been telling us the entire time about how to put this all together, Mark Houston will be putting them to the test. <laughs> and it will be like a panel discussion, but uh, the difference is that he's going to be presenting a case history and he's going to be asking them to diagnose and then to treat. So we're going to see how they uh, work under that, um, I suppose, in that situation and how they can apply their principles. I will caution people to attend Don't Come Tired to a lecture of Mark Houston's, <laughs> but, but he gives often always relevant practical information that people can take away and apply straight away. Absolutely, absolutely. So the symposium, where and when is it going to be on? So it's going to be held in 2016 from Friday 22nd of April to Sunday the 24th of April. It's going to be held at the Sheraton on the Park in Sydney, and uh, you can certainly um, do your registration online, um, just log on to the Bioceuticals website. And you still have time until November 30th for, to uh, register for the Wise Owl special as well. So that actually offers you a discount um, uh, just before November 30th. So that's actually a worthwhile thing to, t- to get in now if you're interested. So this will really be the premier event, I think, of the functional and, and holistic medicine education uh, in this country. And to be honest, I think that this, because it hasn't been done in this format before, it probably stands out in the world as well. We have world leaders in research and in education, as well as just pure clinical experience in actually applying these principles here for three days to demonstrate how they apply their models and how they fit in together. So for any practitioner that's interested in piecing together the latest research into that model, this is the event that they need to come to. I'm very excited about about this next one. Here, here, Danny, and thank you so much for taking our listeners through what will promise to be the premier event, as you say, um, for 2016. Thanks once again. Thank you. This is FX Medicine, and I'm Andrew Whitfield-Cook. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today on FX Medicine, please engage with us and let us know what further topics you'd like us to cover. You can get in contact with us through our website, fxmedicine.com.au, or look for FX Medicine in your favourite social media platform. You can also rate and review us on iTunes, and we'd really like to thank those who have already rated us. It's through your continued support that enables us to bring you current, complex and relevant topics to enhance your practice of natural medicine.